Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, good to be back with you. What, what was We that? still need some intro music, you uh, know? It's just yeah. uh, like, I know, um, I know you like to listen to uh, Eye of the Tiger before you preach. Uh, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a well... Well-hidden secret, um, but uh, we need some intro music to get us going, and then. Pl- but we've tried that before. Yeah, anyway, yeah. it's good to be here, Tim. Uh, you got any good jokes? Um, I did have one. I, yeah, I don't know if it's good, but it's a joke. So good enough uh, for us. <laughs> why couldn't the green pepper practice archery? Why? Because he didn't habanero. He didn't habanero. Habanero. That's very good. I like That's that. Very one. good. Yeah. That was good. What do you call a bear without teeth? Did I tell this last week? Uh, uh, I don't know. I heard. I heard somebody tell it to you getting on the bus. I yeah. Think recycled from. They had heard you say it, and they, yeah. Uh, Probably. What do you call a bear with no teeth? Gummy bear. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, that's good. Uh, not really. Uh, so we, we, this is our regular, what's that? I was going to say, this isn't a joke, but I, I was um, thinking about, you know, coffee is pretty vital for survival. Um, you and I both love coffee. And then I was thinking back, you know, dinosaurs didn't have coffee and look what, uh, look how that turned out for them. So I think it's important that we keep drinking coffee. Wow, I had, I had never connected the dots. It's, it may be why they went extinct. No coffee. Wow. I don't know. It's good. Deep thoughts with Tim. <laughs> Not <very> so um, <laughs> we, we do this regular podcast to, uh, to share the scripture that's coming up for our, our worship service, which we have online at 9 and 11 o'clock on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, you can find us at youtube.com slash Palouse Church, or just go to PalouseChurch.org and click the worship live link. Uh, so, but if you go to our YouTube channel, uh, you can find a lot of our videos, not just our weekly worship videos, but our youth videos, hymn sings, uh, VBS, Bible stories, lots of stuff. So there's stuff there for, for all ages, I guess you could say. And, uh, we're putting out that online content. We know not everybody wants online content at this point. A lot of people have screen fatigue and, and we get that. So, you know, we're looking at ways of uh, engaging people uh, with um, ministry opportunities and outreach. And uh, I guess you could call it hands-on worship in a way. We, we're going we're gonna to roll them out today, but you, you'll want to stay tuned because we have some cool activities coming up in the fall uh, especially in November and then into Advent. Uh, so keep your ears and eyes open. Uh, we're going to have some cool hands-on activities, stuff you might come to the church to be part of, stuff that might happen around town, uh, stuff that you could then bring into your house. And uh, so I don't know if we should say much more than that. We're just trying to whet your appetite that some intriguing. cool stuff's coming. Huh? It's intriguing. Yeah. One yeah. and more, I, but I, you know, so at, yeah. We'll find out later, I guess. I love the ideas we got cooking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, we also have people who are studying the Bible together right now. So 
you know, if the online thing isn't working for you, uh, well, there's in-person Bible studies. There's, there's also uh, online or hybrid Bible studies. My wife's Bible study, a lady's Bible study just changed times. So we could note that because it might be good now for somebody that it didn't used to be good for. Yeah. Um, and so hers is a Bible study that's moving from Thursday at four to Thursday at nine. So if you're interested in that, let us know any ladies out there. Um, but we, we like to read the Bible together and, uh, learn, uh, learn what God's word says. And we believe God's spirit meets us in the scripture and can teach us, um, who God is and better ways to live. So, uh, yeah. Um, other announcements we should say, Tim? Besides, um, we need we we have a our mid month mini newsletter going out, um, so that should arrive in mailboxes hopefully be by the weekend. Um, I've still got to fold and fold and stamp and all that stuff, but they're printed and ready to go that way. So people should be on the lookout for that. It's a one page update, um, really centered around one one topic, which is a follow-up to our town hall meeting where we talked about our benchmark uh, benchmarks for gathering in large groups and, and explain that to people. So, um, so be on the lookout for that, I guess, in your mailbox. Yeah. And if you don't see it in the next week, let's say, feel free to contact us. Sometimes there's an issue with the mail. Sometimes there's an issue with our mailing list, you know, things happen. So, let us know. Uh, it, it'll be easy to get you one. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. We're going to spend the lion's share of our time on the Bible. Although I love pointing out on our regular podcast, little things like I see a picture behind your head there, Seavers. Oh, yeah. uh, you got some you got some artwork on your wall. You, you're showing us a little bit more of your books, I think. you know. Uh, oh, there's artwork over both shoulders. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. Oh, ah, and then one behind you. Um, so cool. Tim is, uh, you're really decorating your office. Um, These are four years in. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Hey, no, be, no judgment here. It's got to be the right thing. And uh, these are all by the same artists. And I found them in Palouse uh, at mm. the Swale. Our friend Jesse uh, down there at the Swale has these. And each one, um, is a different story. The top one that's taller is uh, Ruth and Naomi. And, oh, cool! Uh, this one is called Benevolence, and they're each connect. They're connected to Bible verses too, and there's a little story that comes on the back. Um, and then the third one is called Kingdom of God, and it has um, this one right here, and it has people of all different colors and shapes and sizes and all that stuff, and uh, they're just. I think beautiful and I love the connection to the scripture and that I could find that in downtown Palouse, I think is just beautiful. That's so, awesome. Could you write a newsletter article about that or something? Maybe throw some pictures in there and uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe absolutely. for November. Oh, well, you got a lot cooking in November at some point. Uh, who is the artist? If you don't mind me sharing. Oh gosh. Or asking, um, asking. You know what? I can't read it because it's a, oh. it's a, it's a signature, um, and okay. they're but it's from Palouse. Wow. Well, the it's it was purchased here in Palouse. The artist is in Ohio, 
Um, oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Artist is in I, Ohio. I, I, oh, I thought the artist was also in Palouse. My no, 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 no. Oh, no. Uh, I mean, so I don't need to know. I don't need to know. Yeah, I mean, Jesse Storch is not in Ohio. It's here in Palouse. <laughs> okay. You bought it in Palouse. Move along. in Palouse. <laughs> okay, great. Ohio is in the Midwest somewhere. Uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you are a big fan of Ohio State. I remember that. I'm going right. to practice some grace in this moment. And or just, mercy. You know, You're practicing mercy, I think. <laughs> you don't want to give me you don't want to give me what you think I deserve. Um, Tim does not like Ohio State. No. I'm from Michigan and it's just not it's not, it's not okay. No. No. Okay. Um, maybe we should do some Ohio State jokes um, someday. I know there's a bunch out there. A lot of them are very rude. Well, that's yeah. the thing with them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't want to be so, rude, but. Well, all right. So we're going through the gospel of John. Uh, I'm loving doing the reading plan with a bunch of people and uh, you can still get in on the Bible app reading plan. We'll do another one as soon as this one is over. So in another 10, 12 days, I, I think it's about 12 days, we'll be having another uh, gospel of John reading plan. So keep your ears open for that. If you've done one before, you can jump in. We've had people, I think, do three, and they're seeing you know new things and just getting deeper in the Gospel of John each time. That might sound crazy to you. Hey, you make your own choices, right? Uh, if you haven't done it at all, I would really encourage you get in on on reading through the Gospel of John. Read it at your own pace. If you don't want to do a chapter a day, you, that's what a lot of the people do. You, but you can do it slower. Uh, and that's fine. But uh, we're uh, definitely going slower as we preach through it. And we're in John 1, 19 through 28. And it's, uh, it's a section that's mostly about John the Baptist. And I think it's, it's also about identity. It's about his identity. Uh, but it teaches us about uh, having a secure identity from God. Um, and this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, no. So they said to him, who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. But among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandals or whose sandal I am not worthy to, I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. That's John 1, 19 through 28. And um, it, John the gospel writer is not the same person as John the Baptist, but he does mention John the Baptist a lot throughout uh, throughout his gospel, uh, out of his his book his book about Jesus here, and uh, 
you know, I, I think he mentions him, Tim, because he knows that John was a real historical figure that that was well known, that was even cited in other historical works outside the Bible. Um, and he this John the Baptist figure pointed to Jesus. Um, and so here we see this section of, of John getting challenged for his ministry, John the Baptist getting challenged for his ministry by the religious leaders of his own people. Uh, John the Baptist was Jewish. The the Pharisees were Jewish. The the Levites, priests, all the characters in the story are of Jewish background. But John's getting challenged as to who are you? And I, I think we see that John is really secure in who God has called him to be. Uh, and he knows who he isn't and he knows who he is. And I, I'm going to really be focusing on that, that do we really, are we really secure in who we are and are we willing to, uh, to go through the disciplines necessary uh, to know who we're not to, uh, does that make sense? You got to yeah. know who you are and who you aren't. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's, uh, that is pretty, pretty key here in this passage, um, like you said. And one of the things, um, well, one of the things I think is interesting is this language that kind of continues um, about testimony and confessing and um, witness, witnessing and, and that kind of uh, language. And so what is that? Like Why? courtroom language almost. Yeah, yeah, almost like courtroom. And that's kind of, I've been listening to the Supreme Court. Uh, um, what do they call those? It's not a trial. It's a it's a judici- judiciary committee hearings, right? Hearing. That's the yeah, level yeah. it's at right now. You no, know, but there's there's this language that it all seems like a courtroom, and uh, and then there's that double confessed in verse twenty. That's kind of interesting. So this role that uh, you know testimony witness confessing that seems to be important to who john is um i think it's also important to who we are um as people of the way uh who are following after jesus um so what can you talk a little bit more about that and and what that means for us yeah we we know that the gospel of john's purpose is that people may uh, believe in Jesus, and, and John is pretty open about that, that he wants the readers to believe that Jesus is the Son of God, the Christ, and that by believing in him, you may have life in his name. So in order to get to that end uh, goal of, of having people read or experience the gospel of John and then believe, uh, I believe John, the gospel writer, is providing evidence. Uh, uh, and so one of the reasons I think he's almost obsessed with John the Baptist is because John the Baptist is great evidence for the case of believing that Jesus is who he said he is, the son of God, the Christ, and you should believe in him. Why should you believe him? Well, he he was real. And John the Baptist believed in him. You know, John the Baptist pointed at him. He confessed this. He confessed it openly. He didn't deny it. You know, he, but more than that, you know, he was clear that John the Baptist was clear about who he was. So, if John the Baptist is clear about who he was, that he's not the Christ, for example, because Jesus is the Christ, then uh, then I think John, the, the gospel writer, is trying to tell the reader, you know, trust what John had to say. Uh, John, John, a lot of people were confused about who John was 
obviously these religious leaders come to try to figure out who he was. But John was very clear. He had clarity. And uh, so for the reader reading this, we're supposed to see John's clarity. We're supposed to see the clarity of John's confession that, yeah, there may be people around Jesus saying, you're not the Messiah. And there may be people around John saying, oh, who are you? And there may be people around us. Are you really a Christian? But do we have clarity in who we are and what we believe? John the Baptist knew his, who he was, that he was a child of God sent to point to the true son of God, Jesus of Nazareth, who was the Christ. Our our Savior, Jesus, had clarity about who he was, and we're going to see that throughout the Gospel of John, that he was the Son of God, the, the Christ, who, who uh, was the way for us to be reunited to the Father. And so John is then baiting us, the reader, to say, do you have that clarity? These things were written so that you may believe. So do you have the clarity uh, in faith, that security that comes with true faith, uh, that that you are uh, his, that you are his child um, by faith. So I, th I think that that's what he's trying to get us to do. I think, uh, I mean, he's telling the story too, right? He's telling, he's, he's just a genius writer inspired by the Holy Spirit, but he's, he's unveiling this story, but he's also inviting at the same time, inviting us into the story. Okay. So um, do we, do we have that secure identity? And I think a lot of people, if they're honest in this world, don't have a secure identity. They're searching for an identity or they're trying to create the perfect Instagram file, or they're trying to, if they're in school, they're trying to, you know, portray just the right image uh, or even people in their career field, you know, they're always not really showing people who they are or something. But the good news, part of the good news of our faith is God God loves us and made us, knit us together in our mother's womb, the scriptures say. He, he knows all our thoughts and everything, and he, he accepts us who we are, but he calls us to our best version of ourselves. And we can just rest in that and be secure that God, uh, God has a great identity for us. We don't have to carve it out for ourselves. Um, and then if we have that security, like John had, when people come at us and say, well, why are you doing this? You know, why are you sharing your faith or why are you you know making this value stand you make it work or whatever we can have an answer uh, a respectful answer for those questions just like john did you know because i represent the one who i can't even in john's case he says i represent the one i can't even untie his sandal you know and we might say it in modern language like well i'm taking this stand not to you know look all high and mighty but because i'm trying to live for the honor of God, for the glory of God. That's, that's why I live my life. You know, John was doing this crazy thing called baptism, which at that time was kind of crazy. It was, he was modifying, you could say the Jewish religion. He was taking a, a cleansing practice that they had a ritual cleansing practice. And here he is kind of taking it or making it his own. So, so to speak, asking people to come out to the Jordan river and baptize them. And, thousands upon thousands are doing it and so no wonder the religious leaders are asking that question but you you also got to ask a question under that like what makes a guy so secure that he would do that like that he would know oh i can i can kind of take something from my faith and modify it and and impact thousands of people 
Um, well, I, I think he was certain of his call from God. He was certain of his relationship with God. And he was certain uh, that he was the one preparing the way for Jesus. So even though it looked weird to the religious leaders, even though they didn't think he was qualified enough to do what he was doing, you know, and apparently to be qualified enough, he would have had to beat Elijah in the flesh <laughs> or, or this, this great prophet that they were waiting for or the Christ. And he basically says, I'm neither of those things, but I'm still baptizing with water because I'm preparing the way for, for the one who's coming, you know? So, yeah. okay. Long rant over, but did that answer whatever your question was two hours ago when you I asked forgot, it? You know. <laughs> but I, I love that uh, focus there at the end, as you were talking about his calling and his purpose that God had given him. And we have a nice, um, there's a really nice uh, rec or recording of that in, in Luke's gospel um, that tells the story of his birth and the call on his life. But every, that wasn't something just for, for John the Baptist. That's something all of us have God's call on our life and a purpose from him. And um, so I think that's an encouraging thought too uh, for us that, uh, and part of that is, is, being a witness and giving testimony and pointing people to Jesus and making paths in the wilderness and all that kind of stuff so that other people can know uh, about the goodness of God and his plan for them. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we've all got a role to play. Like, yeah, you probably thank God every day. You're not me. And right. And I, I, I thank God every day. I'm not you. Tim. <laughs> Every day I see you in your bus, I say, Tim's Tim. And no, I don't. Uh, but uh, in, in all seriousness, we a lot of people are, are spend a lot of energy and time trying to be somebody God didn't ask them to be. You know, uh, maybe they're try trying to impress a parent or, um, you know, trying to live up to some of its expectations that is really unfair. Uh, but God's just calling you to be you, right? And you have a role in his body that somebody else doesn't have. And very seriously, your role uh, is different than mine. I, I'm not the father to your kids and you're not the father of my kids. Right. And, and there's sacred roles that, that God has given us um, that we need to just own and be secure that like, this is a God given part of my identity. Nobody else can do this for me. Um, and so I'm just going to rest that God wants me to do it. I might be imperfect and, got things to learn but i'm going to trust uh, in the role god's given me and paul writes this about this when he talks about the body of christ and the varied gifts right and and the ear is not the foot so to speak you know we all have different gifts and we might think that our gift isn't or our body part isn't as valuable as another but all of them are needed and necessary and yes. um and so just yeah just receiving that um I'm thankful I'm not John the Baptist. I mean, he had a tough ministry, but maybe John the Baptist is looking up from heaven saying, I'm thankful I'm not Corey Lahiri. You know, <laughs> who wants to do podcasts? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe there'll be a heavenly podcast uh, when you, when you make your way up there and you can interview oh, John the Baptist. Would that be weird? I don't know if I should look forward to something like that. I, I, want, I mean, I look forward to talking to him. I just, <laughs> I just assume that I'm not saying podcasts are from hell, but I just assume that there wouldn't be podcasts in heaven. Like how will we communicate? There's probably, uh, we're probably better than podcasts, right? Yep. 
so well we should wrap things up um is a bit yes we should uh, well whatever have, it is tim whatever we communicate with it will taste like ice cream no that's doubt. what i think no doubt so uh, okay. <laughs> i don't i don't even know what that means i don't well thank you all for uh for listening and watching this has been uh tim sievers and pastor Corey coming to you from our hilltop studios in the rolling hills of palouse washington and we certainly hope you have a blessed week we'll see you next time bye-bye